Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the newest edition of Garage Talk. Dale Tanhart here, joined by Garage Guy Chase, as usual. It me. And our new featured guest, a now recurring guest on the show, former truck god and rookie in the 2022 Xfinity Series for Richard Childress Racing, the famous number two car, Sheldon, a.k.a. the truck god, Creed. What's up, Sheldon? That's good. Hey, thanks for yeah. having me. Welcome yeah, back. man, we were we were bummed out that you couldn't get that two-time truck title deal, but just as good, you are now a two-time uh, guest on Garage Talk. So it's about just as good as a tru- uh, two-time truck title, right? Yeah, that's yeah, pretty even there. Yeah, yeah, it's, sure. a, it's a great day. It's a great day anytime you're on Garage Talk. It's been a uh, been a fun off season. Uh, I know you've had you've had a lot going on too. And hey, you know, he he's over here cheers and he's got a cool little cup right there. It's got Hooters on it. Shout out to Hooters, by the way, right now. If you if you you can do this too, Sheldon. If you were to go to uh, Hooters2Go.com or download the Hooters app and use promo code Garage Guys, you're gonna save ten dollars off any order, thirty dollars or more. Okay. You, you got the fine print? You got the fine print? Yeah, uh, ballot at participating locations for delivery and carry out orders only. Uh, modern science. We talk about modern science a lot. Always this is modern science. Big QR code right here. You can hold it still for a second. Wait. So yeah. if you spend like thirty exactly, do you pay like twenty something? Yes. All it's got to be is thirty dollars or more for delivery or carry out orders only. Got to eat at home. Locations. But then, yeah, you get ten dollars off. You can uh, take that ten bucks and put it towards the bets we're going to go over later. That's wow. it. We're we're also yeah. working on uh, a new VR experience where you can bring it home and then put the vr headset on and you're just actually at a table in hooters so that way if you don't want to you know actually go there you can just be at home and do it you'll, you'll just feel right at home so that way you can use the code and still eat at a hooters kind of so something we're trying out but yeah it, it's uh it's been a good morning we've uh we, we've had some uh some good discussion this morning and and now we're here and then the show is live for everybody to hear so a lot of exciting stuff in the off season. Um, first things first, it's been what about a maybe a month now since we last spoke with you, Sheldon. What what, what have yeah, you been yeah. up to this off season? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I feel like this off season's been different uh, from most. Um, I took my guys to like Havasu right after Phoenix. We did that last year also. Uh, and then I got to go home and see some family over Thanksgiving. So that was nice. And, um, man, I don't love California like I, like I used to, but, uh, it's still going, it's still good to go back and see friends and family and, um, been putting a lot of time in on my micro sprint. I kind of tore it all apart, getting ready for Tulsa shootout right after Christmas. So, uh, I was showing you guys some of the parts I got today, just trying to be prepared as possible and, and yeah, make the car uh, solid before going. And, um, I just find myself in like this eight week period where like, I don't know what to do. Like, I guess every week we're like going and racing and and there's always something to work on and and focus on. And, 
uh, yeah, you find yourself in this weird week to week period where you're not going racing the next weekend. You don't really know what to do. You're kind of going to the shop here and there. Like I try to go once a week uh, during off season. Uh, we've been working on some some simulator stuff. Um, but yeah, it's I don't know. I don't love off season uh, just because I like racing all year long. And um, yeah, just, I'll tell you what, you, you could start off. your own uh, race shop out of your garage guaranteed like you should just open it up like a lemonade stand but for race parts because of how many race parts you actually have uh in the garage now i've i've thought about uh trying to start something because micro like 600s are getting pretty big here in north carolina and uh they're talking about starting a series that's going to run more tracks than just millbridge we run millbridge almost weekly from from march to november there's some off weeks in there but uh, a lot of Wednesday nights and a lot of Saturdays. Um, probably won't be able to make as many Saturdays this year just because we're racing uh, Xfinity full-time. But Wednesday nights, I try to go pretty much every Wednesday. Um, yeah, we, we don't really have a, a good, solid parts dealer here in town. Like, everything is, is shipped in. Uh, we have Hyper. I run a Hyper. Uh, they're out of Pennsylvania, so you got to ship everything down from there or uh, a lot of other guys run run driven or 10j which is out of california so i've thought about that yeah trying to start some type of or being a dealer for multiple brands and, and carrying parts and tires but um i think it's a good start like a good segue like because like you look at the transition of you know you being a nascar driver and then the way this all ends is you know creed chevrolet or, you know, something like that later on down the road when you're like 50, you never have to go because there's just a whole bunch of people working it there. And then you just have your own race team or you could just, you know, make it an Etsy store for, you know, for parts. Let's say you can I, look up, look up in 20 years and you're the next uh, Brad Kozlowski with the manufacturing company, 3D printing company, like all that kind of shit. So it's a business I, opportunity as you go, right? Right by his shop, actually, I'm like five minutes away, but... Or you can it's just make mountain bikes. About, it's it's the hard the hard part is doing it right and, and having the money to start it and and keep it running. You know, run it right to where it makes money. So yeah, well, you're making you're making you're going to be making money now with Richard Childress Racing. Um, and I know there's probably a lot of people out there that are wanting to know. You you said you've been doing some simulation work. Um, we're we're fond of simulation work. Uh, big fans of simulate Dale. Dale does a lot of simulation work all the time. Yeah, right here. Check yeah. him out. Right. Just mount this up right here. Just right around the desk. That's so, me. I just I get a lot of practice. Put me in a truck, Sheldon. Give me a truck ride. He's ready. Just, probably better at eye racing than I am. Just let me get a go kart. That's all I'm asking. Um, so with the uh, the simulator, how much experience and time have you? I know I hear a lot of drivers talking about it. It's it's not necessarily eye racing. It's a little more in, you know, realistic, a little more in depth. How much time have you got to spend in these types of simulators, uh, you know, before this year? Um, I mean, it changes quite a bit. I did some stuff for, for Chevrolet and GMS after Phoenix for the truck stuff. Um, just doing some post-race stuff, helping them. Um, and then now today or this morning, I had my second session. Uh, for the Xfinity cars. So hopefully I'll get at least two to three more before the season starts. Um, 
couldn't really work on Daytona just because that's kind of its own thing, right? You can't really work on a whole lot there. You just gas uh, and go. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, – I don't want to call it a wreck fest, but essentially that's kind of what they are to survive. We'll call it big fun just to be safe. A big sure. fun race. Big, big fun race. It's a big fun uh, race. But yeah, we'll, we'll work, start working on uh, our first three tracks. So California would be our first one uh, after Daytona. So we'll probably work on that some. Um, and they've made it really hard, actually. So before COVID, uh, you used to have two tests as a rookie. So when I came into the truck series, we had two tests. We actually used Martinsville as one. So you get two days there. Uh, and then I did Homestead towards the end of the season. Um, we spent two days testing there as well. So thinking I was going to get those going to Xfinity, uh, they've pretty much made it impossible by making some rules up. Uh, some of them are if you've won two or more truck races, you're not considered a rookie. Uh, going to Xfinity, if you've made truck playoffs, if you've uh, – I don't even know. There's like a handful of things that pretty much takes almost everyone out of it. Like I was starting to think about it, who would actually be eligible to run trucks the last two years. Um, and like Derek Krause is like the only one that comes to name. Like if he were to go Xfinity racing full time this year, he would get his two tests or at, maybe it's one. Uh, I don't know. They're not a rookie. Is that track time? So I'm not a rookie. I'm not considered a rookie in Xfinity. I think, if but you did run, race, if you did run, race back a few years ago in Xfinity, right? Like yeah. 16 or 17, you ran a yeah, few races. I did, I did two in 17 in a JD car, and then I ran one uh, in 19 for junior at Daytona. So, uh, yeah, they pretty much make it impossible. So I've never driven an Xfinity car on a mile and a half, anything like that. Only uh, did Phoenix, did the two road courses um in daytona so yeah those are going to be like huge learning curves and we get 20 minutes of practice uh yeah so that, that's gonna make the first few rounds fun it sounds like they're trying to rig rookie of the year that's what it sounds like to me smells a little fishy for you not I don't to know, be yeah, considered it's just making it it's making it a little harder like uh impossible with, actually because yeah. if you're not a rookie how can you be rookie of the year well, I I guess I would still be running for rookie of the year. But you, yeah, don't you had a that. you had a yellow stripe at Phoenix, right? I think so, yeah. How was I, Phoenix, by the way? You ran well. Yeah, it was all right. I feel like we would have finished six to eight, uh, but I got that that penalty at the start of stage three, so I had to go to the back uh and then race back to finish tenth. So uh way different than the truck. Obviously the truck is is really high down force and uh, been racing the truck for three years now. So just extremely comfortable with that. Uh, and then going to Xfinity car, which is really low down force, um, completely different motor. And, and like the way the power works, it's way different. So that took some getting used to, they run a lot of skew and just trying to get that feel back. The Arca car kind of had it, but not, not nearly as much as the Xfinity car. So yeah, uh, yeah, that was a fun couple of days. I just trying to learn it and and learn how those guys race. And it honestly races way better than the truck. The truck, you just kind of fall on the line if you can't pass on the first few laps on tires. And you might be able to get lucky on, on passing 
later in runs, but once you get up front, you just kind of fall in line uh, and you can't really pass because the air, which I really enjoyed for the Xfinity car because you could like slide people and, and really race them. Um, and you didn't have to battle the air nearly as bad. So that was a lot of fun. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to getting a lot better in the Xfinity car. I feel like I had a lot to learn. Um, you know yeah, how many I mean, cars you are going to repurpose? Y'all got any repurposed ones rolling through? What do you mean by like repurposed? The the cup the cup cars going to Xfinity. Y'all, do, do you know if they have any of those you're going to be running, or if that's going to have any type of advantage? Uh, yeah, I'm sure the teams are looking into it. I think the front clips are a little different because Cup has no ride height uh, rule, and, and Xfinity does. So, I think a few things are different. Maybe how the coils sit in the buckets and, and or the springs and. And whatnot. So, yeah, the teams are going over that. Um, pretty sure Gibbs is building new stuff. Pretty sure everyone's going to be obviously over the offseason. They work on things. So, oh, yeah. uh, I really don't know what what we have going on yet. They they didn't even really have cars on the ground yet. They've been working on the shop and getting everything resituated because they moved the the Xfinity shop up there with with Austin and I coming um, to give it more room. So. Uh, I think we got cars on the on the floor this week, so we'll be able to start playing with more of that and and seeing what works. We've been working on simulation with that too, and what what we think we want to run. So, <clears throat> excuse me. The Xfinity car is a fun car. I mean, we all know that. Hopefully, they don't change too much. But you just mentioned a guy, uh, a guy by the name of Austin Hill. I uh, think it's interesting that you guys you actually had tweeted this when all the news had broken out that you had signed and he had signed. Rivals in the truck series, now teammates in Xfinity. Have you gotten to talk to him much? And what's it been like working with him ahead of the season? Uh, yeah, I was with him this morning. Um, so I, I liked Austin like, as a person. Uh, like we, we were buddies before, or not really buddies, but we knew each other and respected each other. And then uh, I feel like we raced similar in the truck. Like not a lot of people love me they race me in the truck right just because uh i got well, got a rocket ship for one so there's that too i mean you're, you're a spaceman so let's yeah. let's be real <laughs> i don't i mean obviously we struggled a little bit more this year and in our trucks i didn't think were as as consistent and as good as they were in 2020 um so i had to get good at other things like covering air and, and i got pretty good at it and it ended up winning me uh, a race or two this year it, it for sure won me the second darlington uh over the four so yeah people don't love that uh and i thought austin was really good at that in 2020 there was a couple of times i was behind him uh with a faster truck i thought and he just did a really good job at, at going where i wanted to be right so uh those we never really had run-ins there uh but richmond this year um I guess I came down on him on a restart and and he didn't really like that apparently. And then when he got back to me, uh, he just shipped me up the racetrack. So I did it back to him. Uh, then he spent like a lap and a half trying to wreck me. Uh, and then I went up to him after the race and, and just asked him, I was like, why didn't, I was like, you were way faster. Uh, why didn't you try racing me? Uh, and he, he just said that I, I damaged his nose on a restart. So when he got back to me, he didn't, have patience with me or something which what if you would have really damaged his nose like punched him? I, yeah I don't, he's a big boy he's bigger than me so i don't 
I didn't know if he I wanted to like go. He seems like a burly there. guy. Dude, yeah, he, like, I feel like this kinda, is like a guy that like sits on the front porch in overalls and drinks his coffee yeah, out of a styrofoam he, cup. You know what I mean? He's a southern you boy. You gotta, you can't, you can't bite off more than you can chew, right? You know, I don't. <laughs> so, I, I didn't, you know. Yeah, I already got fired up enough, but so we kind of had that run in, um, and then never really had any more through the through the year. But we for sure raced each other really hard over the last two or three seasons. Um, but that's our job. We, we race for different manufacturers. We race for different teams. Like we're not there to be each other's friends. So I don't know. I think, I think it's going to work out really well. Um, I think we have similar ideas. Uh, obviously, our driving styles probably aren't exactly the same, but I think we'll work well uh, through the year together. And uh, yeah, it should be a good time. I'm excited to see the one-two punch uh, of of what you guys together, like you were talking about the different styles of it. I think that that's going to bring, I mean, RCR knew what they were doing. You know what I mean? I feel like you guys are going to just kind of be like a, I don't know, y'all got, y'all got like a little bit of maybe a little shake and bait thing going on out there for Xfinity. It's a, uh, it's a new dawn, you know, it's a new day in the series. So it's uh you know, we we've known that, you know, Gibbs and, and, you know, junior motorsports, they, they're like the two dominant guys. So I think that with you guys in there, the experience y'all have, this could be a, a, a new thing where, you know, RCR gets to step back up to the plate. What Reddick was the last championship winner for RCR, correct? 2019. Yeah. 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 I think, yeah. I mean, it's smart because, I mean, you and Hill have kind of gobbled up the majority of the wins over the past two to three years, too. I think you've won eight. He's won eight. I mean, and and one thing I know I like about Austin is he's won, which you have too. I think you you haven't won a Daytona or Talladega. I'm not. I don't think you've won at a short track, even though you've been dominant. But um, Hill has ha- has won on a variety of different racetracks. He's won at the restrictor plates, road courses, mile and a halfs. Uh, won at Knoxville, which was shocking to me. But uh, he's a, he's a good talented driver and. Uh, I remember when he got into it with like Grant Enfinger, I think last year or the year before, he just seems like a scary motherfucker, dude. I don't know why. Like he's just, he's kind of a big guy. Like he seems, uh, <laughs> he seems like a guy that you don't want to ruffle his feathers, you know? So. Yeah. Maybe as teammate, I will. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I know if there's anybody that can do it, it's going to be you. Cause I mean, like you're one of those people that, and, I, and I've learned this too. Like you got that switch though. Like he's got the look always, but like, you you kind of like you had that light switch where I know you can turn it on and then you can turn it off and you know be selling just Etsy parts for the sprints and then you turn it on and you just like let the bodies hit the floor by disturbed like you got that in you you know what I mean so. I usually keep the switch down but it does it does flip on now and then yeah. it's been coming on more lately I just get fed it's up a good sometimes. thing it's a good thing though yeah though. I mean it's passion. Well, the tenacity we saw uh, when you we were watching when you ran up to Crafton from the stands, we watched that whole deal happen. And I mean, you were hot that day. Have you and Matt talked since then, or like you guys good, or oh, kinda, yeah. did you just kind of leave it? I mean, me and Matt were cool before that. Like, uh, actually, he was one of the more ones that I talked to more. Um, but it, I went up to him, and I and I was obviously pretty frustrated with him um oh, we're getting a phone call and that uh yeah i was just pretty frustrated with them uh and then he kind of played dumb right 
like he's like oh i wheel hopped i did this like he was making excuses and then now i'm like no you know what you were doing like he drove through his teammate to get to me um and i just called his bluff or whatever and then his dad yelled at him. Me. i watched him i saw him he, Yo, was yeah, like, I, he got hot I got, him, I got him hot uh and then his dad started yelling at me uh and then what? i kind of laughed at him his yeah dad? I mean, I like that yeah and matt's like 45 it's yeah how old is his dad, dad? <laughs> 65 probably yeah old man know. just just crackling at you come yeah, here I son got, i got them both upset and then uh yeah we're cool like it was that's incredible i think i talked to matt later that week about some he owns a paving company so i was talking about paving something uh and we were totally fine it's just yeah funny I'm how sure. it works you know what i you know what made me more mad was the fact that we went to Phoenix and he was like 18th in practice and I had never seen him all day. Like, I don't know what he ran all day, 8th to 10th in the race. Was, yeah, well, he was – I think he definitely was the worst out of the, the championship four guys throughout the entire race. Yeah. So you, that, I mean, of course you didn't see him. You, you led most of that race. Yeah. yeah I, mean, so, but I think man, that eighteen more. Um 18 was so fast, dude. I mean, you you held him off, and when you were leading, just running that outside, just holding him off, just lap after lap after lap, because I had, I had bet on you. So I was like, please just block this motherfucker, dude. And, yeah. Uh, finally, he, that, he was just so fast at the end. But He was probably already yeah. drinking before he finished the race, dude, because his post-race interview was one for the books. Who's? Uh, we're talking about uh, Rhodes. Oh, we're talking about yeah. Well, oh, Chandler yeah, Smith was who I was talking about who took the lead yeah. and won the but championship. Yeah, Rhodes, the championship, yeah, for the championship. You be a Rhodes, man. Yeah, that guy's the Randy Travis of the truck series. He wins and he wins the championship. Yeah, Chandler Smith has been hot. That's a that's a fun topic to bring up. Uh, you and I, you and I chatted briefly earlier today. I think the uh, we we saw some similarities between between you and Derek Thorne from the snowball derby uh, two guys that got boot scooted by Chandler Smith at a race. So there's a lot, a lot of relation there. And uh, he, well, he, that's how he won the snowball derby. And I didn't know much about this Derek Thorne guy. I mean, we, we chatted briefly about it. How much about the derby do you know? Have you ran the derby? Is that something that you would ever want to do? Um. I don't know. I never raced late models growing up. I came straight from off-road and dirt racing, so I don't... Yeah, you're on X Games mode. You you, might, you usually don't, don't have time for those kind of things. I don't know. I didn't grow up doing it, so I don't love it like those kids do, right? Like, everyone that you talk to that came through Supers to race in, like, NASCAR series, they all love Supers because, like, the grip that they have, and they all say it's so much fun, and they're all really good short track racers, and most of them are. I don't know. I, I tried doing a deal with KBR like two years ago or a year ago. And it's just for what it is, it's what do you win? I think it's like 15, 20, maybe 25,000 max. It's prestigious. You win a snowball trophy. Yeah, but it costs, it's like 30 some thousand to get a ride. Right. Yeah. And it's just the for me, is- I'd rather if I'm going to go spend to go do a fun race like that right like snowball to me is not a big deal because i didn't do that 
uh, going and racing Crandon and winning, uh, you know, like the cup race at the end of the year, it pays like 40 some thousand to win it. That would be way cooler to me. Right. Cause I grew up doing it. It's more, it's more special to me. Um, so if I'm going to spend the money like that to go do something, I'm going to go back and race off road or I'm going to spend it to do dirt racing. I grow in chili bowl. I like uh, that. Chili bowl. Just, chili bowl. Yeah. It's just, I would really love to run chili bowl. I've Are been going this work. year. I'm doing Tulsa shootout. I'm still working on a chili bowl ride. So we're going to be, be there. there. We're going to be in Oklahoma. So, yeah, I, I talked to Coons. He's full. Uh, boats full. Uh, RMS is full. Um, I guess I could talk to Macintosh. Talk to Macintosh. I, don't know. I've been, I have been working on that because I really do want to do Chili Bowl. Um, but I'm doing Tulsa in my car for sure. Um, but, yeah, I don't – it's just different preferences on, like, the Derby and – and what I would want to go do just cause I grew up so different than a lot of these kids. Um, right. That's cool to them. Like you talk to Larson, Larson's like, he probably doesn't care about the Derby. Right. So, yeah. Like maybe he'll go run it one day just to like try to get a win, which he probably. He's probably most more focused on like an Indy 500 at this point. You know, I could so. see that or, or trying to win three chili bowls in a row. Right. Yeah. Like that's Larson's goal. Right. Probably, just, I would say so. He said winning the Chili Bowl was more exciting than winning a Daytona 500, but he did make the, the point that, well, I've never won a Daytona 500, so he kind of, like, cleared himself with creating controversy at the same time. Man's, uh, man's made it happen because, I mean, a lot of people got upset about that whole Daytona 500 reference. See, and, and that's the thing. Like, you can't – I just think that's a silly thing to get upset about because – People get upset about like, everything. Like you said, though, that's his background. I mean, like what Sheldon was just saying, like everybody has their preferences of what they grew up racing, and he grew up racing dirts, and that is that is the the pinnacle of dirt racing. So, I mean, that's what he's done his whole life. That's like the Added goal. In Knoxville Nationals for sprint cars. Yeah. Uh, and, like, you got to think, like the 500, there's a little bit of luck that goes into it. I think there's a lot of luck. Right. Like you can't get wrecked. You can't, you got to miss like the last lap wreck that always happens and then hope you're like sitting. It seems like you don't want to be the leader on the white. Uh, if you're sitting second or third and and can time it right and and get the win. Yeah. It's cool. Right. Cause you did those certain things, but like a chili bowl, like you have to race your prelim night race your way into it if you don't make it out of your prelim now you got to come from like a c b e f main you know whatever you're in uh to make the main obviously the whoever's won the last few years is they started in like the first three rows but you're driving the car the whole race it's 55 laps as hard as you can go where uh daytona you're just you're like riding you have to be lucky time it right like there's a lot there's a lot more elements that are out of your control. So it yeah. sounds it sounds like Daytona is a little more like checkers, whereas the Chili Bowl may be chess. Sure. Yeah. Good way of putting it. All right. I like that. But people love that. Like, it's just different opinions. Let's go. Like, for me, it's fun games. Cool. I guess I would, I would have the same comment as Larson. Like, I don't – if you win the 500, yeah, it'd be amazing. But for me – looking at a drive like how hard it was for me a chili bow win would be harder 
driving wise, like decision making. Drive like it's just harder to drive the midget at Chili Bowl than it is the Cup car at the 500. The 500, everybody else, yeah. I can imagine, dude. I mean, I'm just really kind of getting into the whole sprint car culture thing, like just starting to like dip into it and look around. Like Snowball Derby was the first race I think that Dale and I both have went to this year. Well, I know for a fact this year that wasn't a NASCAR race. I personally have never been to an actual dirt race. Now, you know, I do my little virtual video game dirt racing. I have fun with that. But, I mean, it seems like a good time. And I can't wait to go to the Chili Bowl and check it out because I really do feel like where I'm from, there's a lot of like crate racing and stuff. So it's like I want to get more involved in that in that culture and like be a part of that because I know that that's something that was where roots were really tied. So I think dirt is, you know, it's dirt. That's just what I want to be able to say all the time. It's dirt, you know, simple. Yeah. So before you we get come. Come dirt racing more. Well, we'll oh, definitely well. be at the Chili Bowl, and we'll definitely link up. You have to go. Yeah, so you're going to be there. Like, we're going to make this big deal. Like, this is going to be a big thing. Like, because apparently there's a lot that goes on in Oklahoma. All right, there's this underground scene over there, you know, like like good times. So we're going to figure this out. We're going to have fun. Before we, get, <laughs> before we get to our last segment, um, as a betting man, I, and we talked about this a little bit before. Um, we briefly touched on Xfinity. The field is stacked this year. There seems like there's not like a clear-cut favorite guy that Vegas would have as the favorite to win the championship. Like last year was different because you had Cindric that had just won it in 20. He was the clear-cut favorite coming back again in 21. You would bet on yourself, I know. But if there was another driver in the field – who you think would be the favorite for the Xfinity Series Championship? Who do you think it would be? Gosh, I mean, you can go with your your regulars, right? That have been good the last couple of seasons. Your Algiers, your your Noahs, um, Cindric's gone, Harrison's gone. Uh, I don't think you can count out um, like Almendinger, right? He's always there. Uh, he'll be kind of a teammate of mine. Um, but I think Ty Gibbs, like he won, what did he win there at the end? They would have got him in the final four if he was running full time. Uh, he's been fast everywhere. Uh, they're building new cars, uh, over there. So I think, uh, yeah, you'll have one of them from JRM at least. You got Josh Berry going full time. He'll be really good. Uh, I think Gibbs will be fast. Um, Daniel Hamrick, reigning champ, going to colleague. Hard to, hard to, hard to say. It is know? hard. That's why I asked you. If you could pick one, could you pick one? Or are you just like, I don't it's know. It's so hard because it changes so much over the off season, right? Like some people make huge gains over off seasons and some people, some teams get lost. Like Hendrick was amazing this year in the cup series. Uh, obviously teams caught up, seemed like Gibbs caught up quite a bit at the end, but uh yeah it's tough it's tough to call right gibbs obviously was really good in the xfinity series this year along with Cindric and and i feel like colleague and jrm were, were fast at times but not as consistent as they were um yeah so it's i mean it's hard to say I've, i haven't raced these guys enough either i haven't raced 
really any of them, right? Who are when you I looking went to- forward to racing out of all these guys? Like, who's like one guy that you're just like, I'm ready to beat this dude in a race? Gosh, I don't. I raced Algar really hard at Phoenix for like 10 laps. Uh, and that was a lot of fun and I learned a lot from them. So I'm excited to race all of them. They all probably race different than, than a lot of trucks guys. And, and it's just a different crowd to be racing. So, uh, I'm looking forward to all of it right now, but I'm sure those guys all like and dislike racing. I'm ready. I'm ready to see how it all shakes out. Like, like I said, you know, we got a lot to look forward to in NASCAR this year with the new cup car. I really do think Xfinity is just going to pile on from the excitement that it had last season moving into this year, especially with, you know, like you and a couple of these new guys that are coming in. Um, the level of competition just gets better and better. And, and Saturday racing has grown on me a ton. So I'm uh, I'm pumped, especially to get to watch and have a couple more of our guys, you know, that we hang out with a little bit to kind of be more in that uh, in that circle. So that's dope, man. I love it. And I know that uh, Dale, Dale and I are uh, we've been doing the the poll picks, Sheldon. We we've talked to you a little bit about about sports betting. We know that uh, obviously as a driver, you can't bet on racing, but you can bet on other stick and ball sports. Okay, so wanted to uh, wanted to close us out with poll picks, and it's it's Monday that we're doing these for this this whole show will drop Tuesday. Um, and as you can see, um, he's getting ready to go back in time to kill the Terminator, or maybe he's just ready to make some bets. It's, it's kind of like whatever you, you know, you want to roll with it, but, uh, just the betting shades, the betting shades we're locked. This is, this is how we get locked in Sheldon. It's how we get locked in now results. We've had Larson myself. We've had Larson. We've had Blaney. We've had Stenhouse. Larson went two and one. Uh, Stenhouse went two and one. Blaney went one and two, I believe. So now uh, we're still looking for the guy to go three and oh. Still waiting for that to happen. You could be that guy. Uh, you want to start off with what do you what should we start with, Chase? You want to go NBA or should I go NFL? Yeah. What are we doing? I think we're going to start with NBA. So I've also been doing a little NHL. We might have a little NHL action here tonight, too. So Sheldon, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to break it down. Three different sports for you. Three different bets. I'm going to read you off uh, some options, and you just tell me which one you're feeling, okay? Just from the gut, let let the mojo churn. All right, here we go. So we're going to start it <laughs> off with NBA. Uh, you got a basketball, Jones? We're going to cure it. All right, so the first one, you're a California guy. I think you're more of a Lakers dude than a Clippers guy, but I'm going to make you bet on a Clippers game anyway. So here we go. Clippers versus the Trailblazers. All right, the Portland Trailblazers. They're playing – the Clippers are on the road playing the Trailblazers. All right, so we have a spread of three. Spread is set at three. Um, Over-under is 215.5. And then the Clippers' money line is minus 145. The Portland Trailblazers is plus 125. Which one of these bets do you like? And the Clippers are uh, minus three for the spread. The Trailblazers are plus three for the spread. I like Trailblazers. Like I like that. That's headed. All right, Arch Nemesis of LA. So we're you're gonna take the, the money line plus one twenty five. Yeah, I think we hit it. That's exciting. All right, all right. He took <laughs> plus one twenty five Trailblazers. Go ahead and lock that one in, Dale. 
That yeah. was an easy one. There was no hesitation there. I don't you, see with all the other guys, everybody was like, like Larson and Blaney were like, oh man, like got to think about it. But no, Sheldon's just like Portland. We're going to Portland. He's churning, the, he's churning the energy. We're locked in. Trailblazers, money line. Get it at a bargain, plus 125. What you got next? Go. Next one we got. All right, we're going we're gonna to take it right back uh, to Cali, okay? So late game on the hockey slate tonight. The LA Kings versus the Vancouver Canucks. All right, the puck line is set at one and a half, um, and the Kings are favored minus 210. Uh, over under is five and a half, which is pretty normal for a hockey game. And that's going to be set at minus 110 uh, for the over and then or for the under and then plus 115 for the Kings money line minus 130 for the Canucks money line. Where are we going? Oh, oh here's the think about it one. He's thinking. Uh, I think we go Kings. All right. So money line, another money line bet plus 115. I yeah. like this underdog. This a, we're, we're working up a good underdog parlay right now. We are. Okay. All right. So Kings money line. We'll lock that one in. So that's the NBA and hockey. So there's some literally stick and ball sports right there for you. And then last but not least, Dale, you go ahead and take it away from Monday night football. The big one. It's a big one. So the new England Patriots at the Buffalo bills, Huge game uh, for the AFC and the division. Both these teams are really good. Uh, the spread is at Buffalo, minus two and a half. The over-under is 41. You can get the Bills money line at minus 140 or the Patriots money line at plus 120. So, what are you thinking there? Mm. Patriots, Bills. The Bills have been better this year, correct? Really so, keep- the way it's gone recently – they started off really hot. They've, I think in the last five, though, they're like three and two. And the Patriots are really hot right now. They have, I think they have the same record. I think they're both seven and four. They're, the Patriots might be eight and four, but they're basically tied think, for the division. League. I'm going to go Patriots. The Patriots. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Sheldon Creed underdog parlay that has just been crafted. The Let's Patriots go. are the underdog here. Plus 120. That's the final bet of the trifecta. Patriots plus 120. We're locking it in. I like it. I, like I it love it because you keep it simple. You're just like, we're doing money lines and we're rolling. I love a good money line parlay. It's just felt no, like thanks for got it too much. Then you then you second guess. Love right. that. Never overthink. That is that's a very good gambling. Look, we're getting a uh, sports betting education here from Sheldon Creed. Come on, people. That's it. We, we, have, we have to let this man know. So, look, uh, we're going to be locking in these parlays. Obviously, everybody that's watching this uh, on uh, or listening to this, this, these games have already happened. But if you caught the clip on Monday night and you saw what Sheldon locked in, probably want some money. Okay? We'll just put it that simple. The energy is out there. This is the 3-0, and o, boys. We're going to feel it. I'm ready for it. I'm just ready for a 3-0 to hit. All right, so this is it. All right, Sheldon, dude, thanks so much for being on the show. Again, uh, everybody can follow Sheldon. What is it? Just at Sheldon Creed everywhere. Yeah, yeah I'm simply just at Sheldon Creed, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Leonard Skinner wrote the song for him. He's the simple man. All right. We love it. And then you know where to follow me at Garage Guy Chase. Dale is at Dale Tan Hart. And then uh, and Eat Hooters. One, one more time before we leave, promo code Garage Guys gets you $10 off any order, $30 or more. 
when using the Hooters app or Hooters2Go.com. And uh, I'll valid at participating locations for delivery and carryout orders only. Just shove that right into your camera. Just shove Modern it. Modern science. You scan this, take you there. All the hard work is done for you. Sheldon Creed, man, thank you so much for being on the show. We know you're going to kill it in the Xfinity series. And we'll see you at the Chili Bowl. Chili Bowl it is. Thank you, guys. Cheers. Cheers. It's the garage guys. 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 It's it's the garage guys.